Buckle up. You are about to enter the Draws Cast podcast. Your host, author, and motivational speaker, Jeff Drozowski, will transport you through the world of motivation and leadership, always keeping an eye on having some fun, too. Sometimes with a guest, other times just Jeff. Either way, you will leave better equipped to succeed than when you came in. Here he is, the Draws, Jeff Drozowski. Hello and thank you, author, motivational speaker, trainer, coach, video blogger, and podcaster, Jeff Drozdowski here. Welcome to my show, the Drozcast Podcast, speaking of motivation and leadership. After nearly a dozen episodes concentrating on motivation, we finally started to tackle the subject of leadership. In the previous episode, we started down this road to leadership by identifying 10 of the biggest traits a great leader has. Individually, each one of those 10 make great podcasts, and they will. But for our purposes from last episode moving into this one, we just wanted to identify those 10 of the biggest traits. Today begins a three-episode breakdown of my leadership keynote, Three Steps to Become an Unforgettable Leader. Consequently, these three points are part of the 10 that we identified earlier. First, let me establish why I feel that I am a credible source when it comes to leadership. One, my background in sports has taught me a lot about being a leader. Number two, my experiences in the professional world, leading people in a restaurant environment for nearly 10 years, as well as being a conference director for a large hospitality organization and leading teams of two to 30 on small and large tasks alike. Number three, I authored a book that in part dedicates itself to the subject of leadership. Number four, the opportunity to travel the country, seeing how people in all types of environments lead people. Number five, interviewing people who have been leaders in their chosen field. Three that are available for you to see or listen to are in my blogs at drawstalks.com or my YouTube channel, Jeff Drozdowski. The three that I would like you to kind of Uh, listen to more than the other ones is from a gentleman by the name of Len Burnett, who's an executive in the entertainment business, a colonel in the United States Marines, Tom Doman, and a small business owner, John Levy, who owns a computer repair shop in Midland, Michigan. Please take a listen or watch those on those platforms that I mentioned earlier. Before we get into any more, the meat and potatoes, so to speak, the Drawscast podcast is continuing to build out ways for you to support my show simply by shopping that should be up and running and available as of the next episode and when it is available i will make a how-to announcement so you can help support the draws cast the next announcement goes out to anybody interested in advertising to a target audience in a very economical fashion the draws cast nation listener level makes it a great bargain for you to advertise on my show email me jeff at drawstalks.com for more info It really is an economical way to reach a target audience. No extra money spent. Fees are based on downloads and streams. Now for your homework or call to action. I asked you to write down or think about three qualities that make an effective leader and three that make your leader somebody to forget. So first, the positives. My top three positive qualities are, number one, being a servant leader. And we will dig way into that here shortly. Number two, leading by example. You can't expect somebody to do something that you are not willing to do or have done yourself. And number three, treating your people well, including dignity, respect, and expressing gratitude for a job well done. Now the three traits that can make a leader's time with you problematic. Number one, not listening. 
So many ideas are lost if your leader is not willing to listen to you or other members of your team. Number two, not developing a team. You've heard all these phrases before. Teamwork makes the dream work. There's no I in team. Uh, That usually uh, is lost by somebody who is a me leader, a selfish leader, rather than a we leader or a team-oriented leader. Number three, for leaders that have negative traits is lack of flexibility. A leader needs to be able to make adjustments where needed to make a plan come to fruition. I have seen too many times leaders get stuck in the mud of a project because they don't have the vision to change the plan when necessary. So much more on these and other leadership subjects as we move along. But now let's dig into step one and my keynote, three steps to becoming an unforgettable leader. And that first item is being a servant leader. The idea of servant leadership is defined by a gentleman by the name of Robert Greenleaf going all the way back to 1970. Here is his quote, and it is a simple one. The servant leader is a servant first. It begins with the natural feeling that one wants to serve. Oftentimes, we as leaders confuse leadership with dictatorship. A dictator barks out orders and does not take into account the wants and needs of others. A servant leader is the complete opposite. A servant leader works tirelessly to develop his or her people and is focused on what they can do for others, what the leader can do for others, that is. So how do you apply this idea of being a servant leadership in the business world? Being a servant leader in the business world means developing your employees and the next generation of leaders. Leadership is not about you versus me. It is about being a we leader versus a me leader. How can I, as a leader, work with you, spend time with you, and develop you as an employee and as a future leader within the organization? So within that context, I've come up with three ways that you can develop the we leader in you. And if you do these things, you will definitely see people respond to them in a positive fashion. Number one, trust. Have you ever worked with somebody that you don't trust? I think that we all have. What makes you as an employee not trust them? Usually the people that we don't trust are me leaders. They always have their best interests in mind. In many ways, I feel sorry for those type of leaders because they are missing out on so much fulfillment in the leadership realm because they are encased in their own self-serving world. Yes, I know we are always looking out for number one. Don't get me wrong. But when that me leader finally reaches out, and tries to help others and takes others into consideration before themselves, the satisfaction in their leadership increases tenfold. Number two, having an open door policy or collaborative meetings where all voices are heard, not just the leader. Take that a step further and add that the open door can be for grievances as well. You might not change the leader's mind, but at least you have given your opinion and your boss or leader knows where you stand. So having that open door policy for positive things and for issues if they do come up. Number three, being a persuader rather than a dictator. When people believe in what you are doing, they will follow you with more enthusiasm and conviction than you will ever know. If you just dictate orders, they will do it because you told them to do it. But that's it. No conviction, no enthusiasm, no willing to do more than asked. 
An example of a me leader in my life is a person that I will call Tom. Tom embodied all three of those items that I mentioned earlier to the negative. Tom was not a servant leader. Tom was a self-serving leader who always kept a distance, just gave orders, never developed any camaraderie with the people that worked for him. And in turn, those people just did what they were told. But the environment that we all worked in during that time was extremely negative. He wasn't particularly trustworthy. The door was always shut. And he really never asked our opinion. Consequently, Tom did not last very long. On the other hand, there is Seth. And Seth is somebody that I worked for for many, many years. Seth not only had his best interest in mind, but understood he looked better and drove better results when he was a servant leader and not a dictator. Seth was always walking the floor at the office, seeing how projects were coming along and looking to help find solutions to problems if they were keeping a project from getting done. And he made the workplace as fun as possible to help keep the team's spirit up. He led a nearly blindly loyal group to successes his department had never seen before because he served and developed others as well as himself along the way. So what do Seth and other leaders with a servant attitude do to be successful? Here are three of many. Number one, make sure they know that you care. So that is make sure that your employees know that you care. We've all heard the famous quote, they don't care about how much you know until they know how much you care. It is true. It is crucial that leaders know and understand the message and meaning behind this quote. Being knowledgeable does not make you a good leader. Being caring does. A leader who shows his or her team that they will care will not have to worry about loyalty or poor customer or professional service. Place the importance of taking care of your people above the importance of your bottom line. When you take care of your people, they will take care of your customers and other employees. Get creative, finding ways to show your team that you care. There are many ways that you can show your team that you care uh, in very, very small ways. Employee of the month, lunch with the boss if they have a great month at work. It could be something as small as a $5 gift card to their favorite store or even offering a kind word when they have experienced a personal trauma. Number two, invest in your people. The biggest investment that you can make is in your people and spending time with them. Your team wants to spend time with you. Giving your time is a surefire way to let them know how much you care. Spending quality time with your team will impact their job performance directly and will therefore have great impacts on your bottom line. Spend time connecting with them as often as you can. Talk to them about non-work related topics and show genuine interest in them as a person. You'd be surprised how much that that means to your team and they will respond accordingly. Lastly, don't place restrictions on your willingness to serve as a leader. For a servant leader, no job is beneath their pay grade. A true servant leader is willing to clean toilets if necessary. If you are in leadership, do not make the mistake of feeling or thinking that you are above grunt work. Your team can sense this type of attitude and it is off-putting. It also puts distance between you and your team. Never be afraid to roll up your sleeves and go to work. That will be the crux of the next episode of the Drawscast. The Drawscast quote of the day. All right. The Drawscast quote of the day comes from a gentleman by the name of Dan B. Allender in his book, Leading with a Limp. Love that title. You may obey a leader who has power and authority, 
but you will not strive to serve them or the cause of the organization unless you respect and care for them in addition to the ones with whom you serve. Very powerful quote there by Dan. So your homework or call to action is to write down one or two people in your life that you considered your best leaders. Why? I think that the type of answer that you come up with will say a lot about you and the type of personality that you have. I have two people in particular that I'm going to discuss in the next episode. And just think about this again until we meet again. So as of right now, I have two guests booked for future Drawscasts, soon to be three. And uh, I'm very excited uh, leading up to those interviews and we'll get those out as soon as they happen. Uh, with each download and subscription, we are expanding the Draws Cast Nation. And uh, just looking at the downloads as we're going along here, they are growing and getting a little bit more each day. Such an exciting time to, uh, to be podcasting and to be video blogging. Uh, and I hope that, uh, it is my hope, that is, that uh, you feel the same way. And if you do, tell your friends. Uh, and you can see my stuff out on social media as well. So that's going to do it for today. Thank you so much, folks. This is you succeeding. Kyla, say goodbye and dish out some details. Bye for now. Thank you for being part of the Drawscast. Check out Jeff's website, drawstalks.com, to find out more about booking Jeff for your next event. Also at drawstalks.com, you can purchase Jeff's book, Inspired, How Our Differences Are Changing the Workplace or inquire about Jeff's training programs and personal or executive coaching. All of Jeff's video blogs can be seen on his YouTube channel, Jeff Drozowski. Thank you and bye for now.